right, y'all. Welcome to episode 111 of Can't Call It with your boy, Jay Kill. And your boy, Jay Wright. And we bike is up. We got multiple guests in the building today. We got our brother from another mother, uh, the Kansas City Chief, as we're going to call him. Uh, my former roommate. Uh, what's your second time on the show? Third? Second? Third, third. Third? Okay, yeah, yeah, third, yeah, third get time it right, on the dog. show. Hey. We, got, we got our boy Wally P, a.k.a. Skateboard P, a.k.a. Uh, God's Property. Uh, Wallace Poulard, <laughs> how you feeling, my boy? What's good, fam? Thank y'all for bringing me back. No problem. And we also got my brother from my actual mother. Uh, he, some call him Germs. Some call him uh, Mighty Mouse. Some call him Big Flex. Uh, we got germs of the others in the building. How you feeling, my boy? Feeling lovely. Feeling great? Bet. Uh, so this is a special episode. It's the end of the year. Uh, I know a lot of y'all are getting y'all Spotify and Apple Music uh, recaps and raps and all that. So we figure, hey, you know, we're going to have a special music episode. Um, this goes all the way back to the days when me and Wally P used to ride the Best Buy on Tuesdays. You know, when you had to buy CDs before you could stream them all. Uh, so these are the people I enjoy talking music with. So we decided to bring them on. Uh, so we're just going to get into some music talk. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. What it's like to, to age with hip hop. All that good stuff. So um, I kind of want to start there. Like, you know, I'm not giving out nobody's social security numbers or birth dates. But, you know, we're we not young, young whippersnappers <laughs> no more. So uh, how do y'all feel? We had a little pre-pod talk about, you know growing with hip-hop um you know i think it falls in perfectly with i think we can all agree one of our favorite artists andre 2000 releasing his uh his newest instrumental flute album and kind of the talk he had as far as saying you know he don't have much to say in his 40s so how y'all feeling about you know the state of hip-hop the state of music in general just kind of what it's like from you know the 99 and 2000s when we was coming up listening to it versus you know 2023 mm. Mm. And I, I mean, I guess I'll go first. I, I feel like um, I feel like I feel like it, it's weird, bro. I really say it's weird. It's a weird state to be in because all the artists that we we crowned is like the best when we was growing up. Like they're all forty and up, right? I yep. would. Can we agree? I, I think they Easily. all Easily. Some of them up. in their 50s, bro. Um, 50. Yeah. Yeah, some of them in their 50s. Um, and it's like, it's this is a weird space to be in. I don't know if our parents was in this space ever, but like now it's like you kind of, you just waiting for them, these artists to like come out with projects and they may never come out. Some of them say they're going to come out. It never happens. Or it's like, if you do get a little glimpse of something, it's exciting, but there's so much uh, anticipation that it may not even live up to what you thought it would be, right? So it's like, how long we've we been waiting for an Andre project? Then you finally get it, and the nigga say you're playing the flute, and it's like... <laughs> I, I know I ain't the only one who was like, damn. <laughs> You know what I'm respectfully, 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 respectfully. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I love. I, we'll get to that, but um, yeah, bro, it's 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 an interesting space to be in. And then it's kind of like, well, do I do I 
try to acclimate to what the new thing is, you know what I'm saying? Or am I am I old and washed because I just don't want to do it? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of questions when it comes to like um just music and creativity and and all that's together, how, in my opinion. That's how I feel, Germs, man. I don't want to be the old man trying to be in the young man game. Right. You know, I don't want to be like right. I don't want to. I don't want to be like, oh, that, that, that young stuff's trash because, you know, that's what our parents did to us when we was listening to all our stuff. Right? Exactly. So I try to at least give it a run. Like if somebody new come out, I'm going to try. But I'm not going to lie. A lot of it's not sticking. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, I think part of that is because it's not intended to stick with, you know, certain people. So I, I've gone through the whole, like, you know, like when you're grieving and they got like the 12 cycles, 12 six steps of acceptance and all that were of grief. And so I feel right. like that's kind of where I was with, with hip hop in general was like, you know, damn, my favorite rappers ain't coming out no more. Kind of like, Andre predicted it. He even said it. Your shower kind of sour because my favorite group ain't coming with it, but I'm with you because you're probably going through it anyway. But anyhow, when and die, when I'm not involved it because I thought it would be jamming. I, it sucks that, you know, like the outcasts ain't making albums no more, but you know, I still get Big Boy has kind of consistently given us projects over the years. Um, the clips ain't together no more, but Pusha T kind of is consistently giving us projects. So well, they got a reunion. Got well, that's reunion. coming, right? So yeah. the thing is, I feel like, you know, before hip hop was so young and so tragic, you know, I seem like all our best rappers was getting killed in their early 20s. So we never even got to see these guys like grow. And what does a 50 year old rapper look like? Like, because they wasn't even getting the 50. So um, right. it's cool to see that. But then it's also cool to like evolve and see the new stuff. Like, I used to be the guy that was like, man, fuck all this new stuff. But now I'm starting to realize now I got kids, and they listening to stuff. And I'm like, hmm, that actually ain't bad, bro. Let me turn, turn it up real quick. Let me see. And so then that kind of leads you into the next thing and the next thing. And you're like, all right, I'm not, all of it ain't for me, but I can pick and choose and find like what works for me and what works for them. And we can kind of meet somewhere in the middle. And I think, Jerns, you can test to this. Like, it's funny when we were kids. We got in trouble for listening to Snoop and now Pops will come over to the crib and that's all he want to listen to is Snoop. So it's like the same music that you was kind of downplaying. Yeah, that's called bullshit. That's called parenting, dog. Them niggas <laughs> just trying to keep you from the same shit that they like. That's all that is. <laughs> but but no, and another sense too is like they was on, you know, Pops was on the funk. Like that's what he came up on. And I was trying to explain to him, I was like, well, honestly, if you like funk, you really would like Snoop because that's what they sampling. It's the same stuff. And so I think now right. that they've gotten older, they starting to realize like, oh shit, this is all cyclical. Like it's, it's what it is. Jay Wright, the kids he putting you onto the new stuff. No, my kid is too young, man, and and, and my son Judah, like he he different. He listens a little bit of everything, but uh, I can kind of agree with everybody's sentiment. You know, I feel like I'm the old dude, and especially here in St. Louis, you know. We got the biggest, I would say one of the biggest young new artists out, uh, Sexy Red. And I can't get with it, you know, but I can tell the influence she having because that's all you hear up and down the streets. You know, I catch the train, I catch the bus, and you hear it coming out the speakers. You hear it in the headphones when you walk by. Now, they ask me what I'm listening to, the damn she ain't that. But <laughs> I understand, you know. It's a vibe. That's what the vibe they catch. You're not, so, you're not jamming that you pound know, town to work? <laughs> <laughs> nah. 
<laughs> get escorted from the premises. Hey, hey, when I sent out the category of guilty pleasure, I was like, if one of these boys says Pound Town is the guilty pleasure, we cut this episode off. Right I can't now. do it. Yeah, it ends immediately. I can't do it, bro. I'm sorry. She but, like a roach to me, but music is a nah, problem today. Call people roaches, man. <laughs> I can't. I, I mean, can't. Say the beat no, I will. I'd yeah. rather roach. <laughs> hey, I'll be but, here. but you know what? To piggyback off of that, I will say this though: like when I do find there are certain artists that make things that I'm just like, damn, that is the same feeling I had when I was younger listening to music. And then they instantly got me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because I mean, we ain't like let's just be, let's keep it a being. Like, it was some bullshit back in the two thousands when we yes. were young too. Yes, right. Every generation had their now. bullshit. Yeah, yeah, right. But like when you do find those little gems, I think you kind of like hold on to those. But the problem is, I think nowadays is it's just more to filter through to find those gems. And I think at the age that I'm at or we're at, do you really have time to filter or do you have the energy to filter? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was going to say, is it age or is it, is it obligations that you have and, and things that you're doing? Yeah. 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 You don't have the time. Like as a child, yeah. As a child, you don't, you got all the time in the world. You can play Madden until four in the morning and wake back up and go to school. Like who cares? You know, so it's it's just yeah. to me is there's so many options with the streaming. Like that's the tough part. Is like I forgot what weekend it was. I didn't even know. Uh, I didn't know Ross and Meek album had come out, and I'm a big Ross fan. Like Meek, you know, whatever. But like Ross, I'm I'm checking for every new Ross project, right? And it was like well into like Sunday that weekend where I was like, damn, Ross and Meek came out. Shit, I gotta go listen to this, bro. Like. I didn't even know because there was so much stuff going on and new music and all that. It's like, damn, I gotta, I gotta get on it. So, but that's yeah. the streaming problem too. They came and went. Like, yep. nothing's resonating, nothing's sticking because anybody can drop anytime they want. Like we used to anticipate albums. We used to be, oh, like that's about to drop. Oh, you know, Fifty and Kanye about to go head to head. Like, you got to get both albums that day. You know. Mm-hmm. Anybody can just put out an Instagram post, say I'm dropping Friday, be there. It drop. We you stay up to maybe eleven on Thursday night, so you get a little bit early. You run through it one time, maybe run run through it the next morning on the way to work, and then that's it. You might get that weekend unless it's hitting, and then you on to the next thing. Who who are you staying up till midnight for? Who would I want to stay up for? I'm just um, curious, like who who. If let's say insert like, uh, artist yeah. here decide, says I'm dropping an album tonight at midnight after the after I mean, the after gonna, the in season tournament I'm dropping my album. Who are you staying right, up for? I mean, I would probably stay up for Kendrick easily. Like that probably be the the number one artist I would stay up for right now. I I want to say I stayed up for uh, that Travis, but we we'll get into that a little bit later because I have some Ooh, thoughts on that. Yeah. Oh, you and Jerry's gonna have some conversation. <sighs> <laughs> let's, see, let's let you know what since we're here let's go ahead and get into it let's let's talk about some of our favorite projects i think we we can go around the, the horn um germs if you want to kick it off what just give me give me one or two of your favorite projects we, we ain't got to go top 10 or like that man i got a few i fuck with um 
off the top, uh, I was loving um, the Catramine. Oh, yeah, you was you was on that tough. Uh, I remember that. That was a Mine and Catronada for those who don't know. Um, what else? I was really big on Mick Jenkins' uh, new project. Don't ask me the name. I I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, Mick Jenkins. Um, Larry June's last project, his last two. Really. I'm about to say, yeah, uh, <clears throat> the one with Alchemist though. That one's probably my favorite out of the two. Um, Killer Mike's project was super crazy. The Hit Boy album, crazy. And uh, yeah, I think those the main ones. Did, did Kendrick? That was this year, right? Kendrick no, was last, last year. year. That was last year. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, and I think my last. If we talking about hip hop strictly, I think my last. Um, I, f- I fucked with the Travis Scott. Um, but I think the last one I had, y'all probably ain't gonna fuck with it. But Dave in Central C, that was one of my shits. I probably jammed the hell out of that. I tried. They I some, really tried. They some drill rappers, but... but like like Jarvis Cousin said, man, they speak so proper, dog. It's just hard for me to like. <laughs> you talking about airing out the club, but you got that proper accent. It just don't. Well, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let me, let me, hold on. Let me give you some. Uh, let me give you some advice on how to listen to these niggas. Okay. So like, you first off, what you need to do is on Sunday. Okay. On Sunday night, you need to go watch. Two or three episodes of Top Boy. <laughs> <laughs> then on Monday, you go play Central C and Davis, some shit like that. Then you like, oh, this all makes sense now. Like mm. the slang resonates. You know what I'm saying? The the environments they talking about it resonates. Well, it's funny. Whenever I hear UK cats talk, I, obviously they're using different slang, but the slang makes sense because I speak. I speak English, right? So even though it's different words and phrases, you start thinking like, oh, okay, that makes sense. How they saying it like that. I wonder why we don't say it like that in America, but whatever. That's cool. But I don't know, man. It's it's just very few uh cats from over there that really stick with me like that. I don't know what it is, man. Maybe it's maybe it's a bias. Yeah. I do like uh what's his name though? Uh Jay Huss. Jay Huss, all right. Yeah, I, I like Jay Huss. <laughs> But not getting through a whole album. Hoodie, uh, yeah, yeah. Wally There's P, a couple what, of drill artists I fool with. Wally P, what you got on your list, man? Man, um, well, my first one is a little bit of a cheat because it was the deluxe that came out in 2023. That's cool. It's, uh, that Tyler called me. If you get lost, this state sell. He had like five extra tracks up in there, and uh, I was really feeling that. That dog, um, that too. dog too. Yeah. That dog too. Yeah, that was hitting. Um, man, my, honestly, my favorite project of the year is something that was unexpected for me. I know. I, I swore up and down as the trash person ever, ever. And it's, it's the young man, Lil Boat, aka Lil Yachty, oh, had the best album that year for me that let's start here. It's, you know, it's not even a hip hop album per se. And, it's, it's, it's almost a genre of music where, you know, Andre gave us an album like this, Tyler's given us an album like this, where it's like, people don't know how to categorize it because they're rappers, but they're not necessarily rapping. They just, just 
you know, flexing their musical acumen. And uh, yeah, man, it it is different. I, I just totally appreciate it. Like he had a run on that album, like like three or four, three or four songs in a row where I, I would just play those three or four songs like in a loop over and over and over. Um, but yeah, that was probably my favorite project this year. And the other that one came, that came out like earlier this year out. too, right? Yeah, it was early this year. Early, yeah. And I got a shout out to oldest kids, my boys. You know, we were big into um, a Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we jammed that rip this summer. Metro Boomin' really did his thing on the production on all that. You know, Don Tolliver, Two Chains. Um, you know, it, that was that was a great album. And we even got a Nas track that, that um, Nas Morales, like overall, real real good real good hip-hop listen with the kids man that wasn't like you know deep into to all the the stuff that we actually like but you know that's maybe another combo yeah well it was dope because you you didn't you didn't have to go find a different version you know right right it was it was just there it was good man it was good it wasn't corny you know that's good music spoke to us and you know metro Boomin really he went out on it so yeah that's probably and the movie was hard too I think the last thing I really got into, and only because um, the the big timer sample was, you know, the Welcome to Collar Park, um, or Collar Grove, the the two chains and Wayne. So I appreciate that album. That was was real tough at the end of the year. Oh, yeah, man. Um, Man, so for me, y'all named a few of mine. Um, Jeremy mentioned that Great Escape. Uh, I listened to that every Sunday riding around town. Uh, so I got a few and mine ain't really a lot of hip hop which is kind of funny because that's what I listen to more than anything but the albums that stuck with me uh, Burner Boys I told them um, I jammed that a lot this year uh, matter of fact when me and Dre was in Jamaica that's I think that's all we played was uh, Burner Boy the entire time I think we just played the whole discography um, this next <laughs> this other album I mean look man I don't know this man personally. I don't know what this man did or did not do. But uh, that love album off the grid, man, that motherfucker there. Shit. That was 90s (laughs) R&B 2023 rap. I'm sorry, dog. I'm not going to say his government name, but that boy Puffy put together a hell of an album, dog. um, He had Mary J. Blige sounding current on there. He had Tiana Taylor singing to my soul. Like, I don't even Damn allegations. Hey, this is pre-allegations. I don't know about all that. Legit. 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 I'm going to let the courts handle what they got to handle. Uh, uh, Love Sick Deluxe album, bro. Um, so this one, I'm going to give credit to Germs, old lady, man. She, I, I liked Love Sick the first song, but when the Deluxe came out, man, there's a song, and it's going to transition to my favorite song. There's and one of my uh, favorite finds of the year. Not fine this year, but just in general. This artist, Tizo Touchdown on that. Luckily, I'm having, bro. That is my favorite song of like the past five years, dog. The way this kid is like singing and just like his word choice, his lyrics, like this this kid's special, man. Like I know he looks crazy. Album is crazy, crazy, dog, crazy. Um, I know he looked crazy with the nails in his hair and all that, and he, he from Beaumont, uh, South of Texas, but uh. Man, that Love Sick album is super hard, man. Um, the addition of them, them five or six songs just took it to another level. Michael, to me, Michael's probably the best like rap rap album I've heard in a long time. 
Yeah. Um, shout out to Killer Mike. Uh, oh, Black Pumas Chronicles of a Diamond. Um, them dudes have missed yeah. yet. Them dudes have not missed. Uh, Heroes and Villains Deluxe uh-huh. Version. That's me and Cannon and Cash. That's our. That's our. That's our album. And then uh, for promotional use only, I gotta give a shout out to Currency, bro. Not just because I live here now, but Currency's always been like the people's champ and like you know your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. And uh, I, a lot of times he get categorized as like you know weed rapper, whatever you want to call it. But it was just dope to see him get some shine with with uh, Jermaine Dupree this year. And they went on like a real heavy run. I was glad that they actually promoted it really well. And um, yeah, Currency, man. That was that was a nice piece of work, man. I know he's known for putting out an album like every other month, but you can tell he took some time with this one and really did mm-hmm. the thing. Oh, and one more thing, I got to give a shout out to Germs and uh, Ronnie and my boy B Holmes. That relationship's worth more than money. I know that's my hometown, that's 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 my family, but hey, that album super super dope from a, a really really dope artist. Um, the, the production levels, not to say this to my brother on here, like amazing. Uh, be home. I need to shoot some more videos for that shit, dog. It's, it's, it's a good ass album, man. Don't let it, don't let it keep going. But uh, yeah, I think that that rolls into. Yeah, I was gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can say it. I can say it. You know, that hell is jumping though. <laughs> it is, man. Uh, oh, oh shit, oh shit. How can I forget before we get off of this? Um, Westside Gun album is tough to me. The uh. I think it's called, and then you pray for me or something like that. Hey, I'm LeVar Burton. I'm going to take your words for it. My favorites, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I don't do Griselda, dog. I tried. I tried. I tried all of them. I just, they got talent. I, I got to admit, they got talent. I just, it, it don't resonate with me. I don't know why. The beast is the same. I, hey, but, uh, you know what? We can skip around. So, as far as like biggest surprises, West Side Gun, I will say this: that song him and uh Sauce Walker got that D- Dillinger, Derringer. What is that shit called? Tough, tough, bro. I've never heard Sauce Walker rap like that. Dog. Like, like the Darren Dillinger or something like that. Yes, man. That was a hell of a surprise and for me, dog. So I can make it. I can make a case, dog. I can make a case that. Griselda is the reason why Sauce Walker raps the way he raps now. Because he's to- he raps totally different now. Yep. But I think he originally wanted to rap like this, and now that it's they open that lane up and, and they've been successful doing it, I think people like Sauce can now do what they really wanted to do. Because if you listen to his, la- like, all his music since then has been like that. It's, it's, I can listen to Sauce now. I, I never really cared for Sauce until this past year um unfortunately this nigga's probably going to jail but uh, is him and uh sosa still together they're not soft twins no more huh i don't think so okay because i I thought that was kind of a difference too like now that he kind of doing his own thing it seemed like he's developed more but you know i don't know jay right what what albums you was on this year bro man yeah uh you know, I'm outside the box. So, uh, I got a hard rock album, uh, The Arm. That's a band that I sent Wally P and he didn't hit me back. So, I figured he ain't like it. <laughs> uh, I 
got an album called they got an album called Perfect Saviors. That was my joint. Uh, I tried to get into the rap. Like I said, I kind of just grew from it, man. Like I couldn't get with the offset. I couldn't get with the Travis Scott. Couldn't get with. I couldn't even get with Ghana Drake. None of it. I, like none of it resonated with. Me. So that was more of an alternative music year for me. And so, like I said, I had the hard rock. I had uh, I listened to a lot of local natives. That's another band I was listening to. Um, that was hold on. It was one more album that was like really, really heavy in rotation for me. Um, but like you already mentioned Black Pumas. I was playing them a lot too. Um, damn, where is it? I'm, I'm going through my album music right now to see because. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Kevin Abstract, too. I like his blanket album. Yeah. And uh, what's crazy is I've been looking for this one song for years, and Apple Music finally got it a couple months ago. I'm going to give it a shout out because it came from my favorite movie. So it ain't got shit to do with 2023. But that Pain by Tupac from the Above the Realm soundtrack is my all time favorite Tupac song. And they finally put it on Apple Music. And they they finally put it on Apple Music, so I got I gotta give a shout out because man, that song sets the whole tone for the for the movie. It's the perfect Tupac song, like his verse at the beginning at the end. It's like probably his best verses, and it just it's man, it's like a time capsule. So I, I listen to that joint down there every day, man. If he was gonna fuck with me on the train, I'm listening to that pain, dog. <laughs> you might get hurt. So yeah. But you think uh you that's think, it, man. Like I said, the arm. I listen to a lot of them. You think Jada the reason why Tupac got back on uh Apple Music? <laughs> probably so. Probably so. Yeah, Jada probably has something to do with that. Like, put my nigga shit back on. She need her ass. Yeah, dog. that was with a belt. Nah, <laughs> leather belt. Oh man, let this man be leather dead, belt, dog. dog. Keep, keep tormenting Will, dog. That's why. It's all it's all Jada's fault, dog. It's all Jada's fault. Yeah, everything Jada's fault, dog. I keep telling yeah, the women in my life, like, yeah, y'all really should uh, handle this woman because she's making y'all look bad out here, bro. Hey, for real, like, didn't nobody ask make you write a book? look bad, dog? It's, it's 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 the sympathy is gone for her. Yeah, you know, she must be stopped. Must. I don't understand. Does she oh, still man. act? You know, you know, we're not doing this. We're not gonna do this. Uh, we gonna see. Well, if he had, like, he gonna he gonna get a shot at her later in life, dog. No, man, she wrong. <laughs> nah, it's not that. It was my thing is Will. Will didn't have nothing bad to say about it all, so it was like that. I don't, I don't discredit anything that they do, but to me, like that's all a press run. Like there's some weird birds, and that's how they get down. Like Will was fine with all of that, so I'm not about to, you know. Talk bad about it. If he ain't talking bad about it, I'm not talking bad about it. So it just seemed fake to me. I don't know. That's why. That's why he Jesus nephew. You're right, though. Like that was a press run. Like that that wasn't they they got what they want out of us. Clicks. That's talking about it right now. Months later. They trash was, both. Yeah, I was clicking. You ain't gonna lie. Yeah, got, got Marlon and uh Chris Rock yeah, doing comedy specials. Crazy. Um, hey, so yeah. let's let's talk about uh you know kind of continue this conversation of aging with music and all that. 
what were some of y'all's biggest disappointments this year? Like stuff that, you know, whether it's an artist that you typically like and they ain't deliver or something you was kind of anticipating and was like Drake? No, nah. right, big Drake out. Set the top of my list. Drake is the boy. Let's talk about Travis it. Travis is the so, okay. Mm. Let's, let's just let's, let's just address the big. Let's talk. To, let's talk about Aubrey first. Let's talk about Aubrey first. Okay. So you know how he came out with the deluxe recently, uh, the scary hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. the scary hours, which is all right. I thought that was gonna be his album. Yeah. So I when something? I heard what I heard, right on the road. no, finish, finish your thought. My bad. Well, I was just gonna say what I heard when I heard what I heard the original album. For itself, I, call it fortune I was highly disappointed, actually. Like, um, you can't put your single out that the Charlotte, whatever it was, one of the morning AM records. You can't put that out as the single, and then I expect that at least a bulk of the album. And that's literally the only song like that on that album. Yeah. And you just basically put out the same shit I've been hearing for the past two years from you. And um, yeah, that was highly disappointing. But that's that's what we gonna get. That's that's Drake. I think that we have to accept the fact that this is this is this is Drake. Like it's his singing, and he'll toss in like two or three rap tracks. And the only reason we got them scary hour tracks is because we went in on the album that he gave us. But this is Drake. Like, He's gonna continue to give us this this harmonizing singing album time after time, and he'll 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 toss us a rap or a track every now and then just to appease us people who who've been down from the beginning. But you shouldn't expect nothing else from him. This is what he'll continue to give us. I agree. I agree. That's why I don't stay up uh, till eleven uh, p.m. for Drake no more. Right. That's done with. The the original album was so bad. I still haven't listened to Scary Hours, bro. Like, I was just like, I'm not, I can't even do it. And I saw J. Cole's name, who I have on my list uh, later here for something else. But I was just like, yeah, me too. What in the hell is this, dog? Like, Drake should really stop rapping with J. Cole, to be honest. A lot of people should stop ra- rapping with J. Cole. Uh, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it ain't just Drake. So I was thinking, what, what's the sports equivalent of Drake? Like, somebody who's considered. An all-time great, if not a top two, three, top one or two artists, but he ain't got no championships to me, dog. Like he got the singles, but he don't have Charles an album. Barkley? Maybe, because it's funny he got but Charles. Was the... he got but all the number ones? Cause... He got all the number ones, but yeah, yeah. but the albums because... ain't never. He don't have no classic album. But to yeah. some people, he. Like it may not be us, it may be a, a generation a little bit younger than us, or just a few years younger than us. But to a lot of people, Drake has classic albums. But mm-hmm. but my yes. my my rebuttal to that though is Wally P. I like from eating right. Like there, like I don't know a soul who gonna sit up here and say that Outkast don't have at least one, or Nas got at least one. Or, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Drake is very debatable and you can make a very good case on both ends. Like as to why he don't have one or why he does. 
but I think unfortunately, I think the reason why Drake is even debatable is because of the time he came up in. Like he's playing the game. He's like it's all about streaming. It's all about singles. I mean, I don't even know that it's his fault at this point. <laughs> like he has to play the game. That's fair. I, I think he's at a point in his career where he don't have to do that anymore. But at this point, he's probably too scared to even step out on the ledge. I mean, he's been out but since he 09. Out on ledge, yeah. He just so, gave us a whole dance album. See, like before I, I think that's bullshit, though. I really do think that's bullshit. You, th- hear me out. Hear me out. When when he steps out on the ledge, quote unquote, he puts out a fucking um, dance electronic album, which I loved. So there's no bias here. I actually love that album. But there's no promo behind this shit. Nope. He don't push it. He just sprinkles it out there and be like, let's see what happens. Let me hide behind the wall now. But all that other shit that you know is going to go because it's the formula. That's the shit that we got to get drowned and brainwashed in. And it's, it's, it's getting old, bro. Like, if you would have put the push behind the electronic album and it would have flopped, I would have had more respect for him. But you know the see, weakest. Like, you know the weakest thing about that dance you know, album was that what song did we hear the most? It was Jimmy Crooks. We, we never even heard like we yeah. heard we heard Sticky and Jimmy exactly. Crooks like all right, Sticky ain't hit like I wanted to. Hey, Twenty One Savage, let's put that out. Yeah, right. That's, that's bro. It's almost he put that at the end of the album just just in case. Yeah, and then, then he like, doubled down and tried to trash, say but here <laughs> then he doubled down and went with uh honestly never mind, certified lover boy and uh what's the other one? Her loss was like a trilogy. Trilogy. Yeah. No, it wasn't, dog. No, it wasn't. Yeah. You did that because you didn't like the response you got <laughs> from honestly never mind. And that's fine, dog. I you took one on the chin. You took one on the chin from um from Pusha T. It's okay, dog. You've been around for damn near 20 years almost. So you gonna take a couple of L's. Jay-Z took some L's. That's cool. Just stand on it. That's cool. Shit. Yeah, man. I, but it, it, it's kind of sad, though, to be honest, because, like, you know, Drake is a generational talent, in my opinion, but I just think due to probably several factors, right, who you got signed to you know uh, what what era you came up in all this shit i just feel like we actually got deprived of probably one of the best artists that you you're gonna get for 20 plus years right like if you look at the beginning of his career it was it's it's super promising but I don't know, dog. I just feel like it never really like peaked like it should. And I, it's weird saying that because, yeah, he does have a bunch of number ones. But I don't know. Just as a music fan and a creative, I don't think number ones e- equivalent to you being is, a number one artist, in my opinion. Is Drake Vince Carter? Yeah. Like 20 He's years. Tracy McGrady. 20 something years of performing, you know, made some all star teams. Got some hella highlights, but it just never, you know, never quite curled up. Yeah. Nah, I got a better one. What you got? He's Chris Paul. Oh, hamstring injuries. Oh. 
he's he's, he's he's probably go down as the greatest point guard ever. Haven't quite made it to the finals, but one time, disappointment after disappointment when he gets close to the promised land. But he's had all the all stars. He's led the league in assists. He's led the league in steals. He's, um, you know, he's been there. He's been close, and but that's that's the closest he would get. It was Chris Paul. Mm. Okay. That's, tough. that's a perfect analogy, bro. Because there's a lot of niggas that either love Chris Paul or hate Chris Paul. It's the same with Drake. Uh, Shit, me being you love him or you hate, ain't no in between. Yeah, Ain't man, it's 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 just very odd. I, I think Drake would benefit from like laying low for two years. Not I mean maybe not now, but in his you know early thirties, if he would have taken a couple couple years off, because I feel like he's big enough. It's crazy. It's gonna sound crazy to say, but he's in the echelon of Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber. Like that's, that's not crazy. Yeah, I'm saying that's, that's what, the truth. Yeah, so those artists take a couple years off to craft like a nice body of work so why well, he can't do that but that's what i'm saying he he's in an era of rap where he he drank that kool-aid bro like he thought that he had to play the the future game and i i think people i, I think that's one of the reasons why future is kind of underrated and the little wayne's of the world are underrated like it's really hard to put out a voluminous catalog and shit still hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard to do that. Um, and some niggas are just creative, bro. Like, take your time, bro. Like, everybody ain't, everybody can't do that. Some people need to go experience life and and do things in order to let your creativity like blossom. But I think he's kind of in a space where he wants to like live that life like the futures of the world but he's actually one of those creative um fucking theater kids like he, he don't know where he's at i think he has an identity crisis honestly that may be it but we we are talking about to to kel's point a man that's literally on the same pedestal as a, a taylor swift and a beyonce like Max. like he he really is up there so I, we can be extra critical because we expect better of him right but it's not like he's putting out total trash. It's just like it's to your point, it's the same. It's the same. We've it's had the, the same, same Drake yeah. pass. Beyonce switch it up every time. Bingo. Yep. Whether you like Bingo. it or not, it's gonna be something different. Like right. And off. she stand on it. You know, all her fans tripping on her. Like Beyonce the visuals. Y'all ain't getting the visuals. Y'all go get this yeah. tour. Y'all get this album. Y'all go appreciate it. And I'm gonna give you a movie this time. That's what you I, go get. Yeah. And now y'all singing the movie in the theater like out of concert. Uh and, <laughs> and you know, but well, but with Beyonce, going back to the whole identity thing, Beyonce is Beyonce, bro. Like people want to, there's a bunch of mini me Beyonce's, and everybody wants to be like that, but she's she's just Beyonce. I think Drake wants to be other things. Mm. And he's it's just not him, bro. Like I, I don't know no other way to break that shit down. Like, Man. and I think that shit started with the Future album. Personally, I would go before that because think about his music morphs based on his influences. Like you know, he came in the game very Houston influenced, and then it it switched to the Atlanta stuff. And then he did the Future album, and then he got on his 
his afro beat kick with the views and then he got on yeah. you know his uh drill shit uh with the was if you're reading this is too late or whatever and then he got on uh the the dance music then he got on you know he just kept switching it up every single time like oh this was hot right now all right cool let me i could do that but better and he's so talented he can, he can get you about six or seven of them but I don't know, bro. It's like he's too. He wants to be one of the guys as opposed to yeah. being like Kobe. Like, no, nah, I'm not going out with y'all. Like, I'm going to the gym again. Hey, but he got to give a shout out, bro. I don't mean to interrupt. We got this Black History, dog. Me and Kale's been on this bitch 111 episodes, and we got on these smart ass guests because y'all niggas just dropped the words acumen and. Volumes, what the bro? We've been on here like I said a hundred eleven times. Me and Kels ain't used the word, none of them words. Hey, so that's Black History, dog. I just want to, I just want to give my uh, give y'all props for that. Hey, Black Man Learning. Shout out to the Black Man Learning podcast. Hey, one more thing too. It's this is a contrast to me that you got an artist like Andre who says he doesn't want to rap because he don't want to put out anything subpar, and you got him Drake. This I put out whatever. Um, let's talk about the other one that's up for debate. Uh, I had this also on my list for the biggest disappointment was Utopia, but my brother has tried to convince me otherwise several times. So germs, go ahead and give us. <laughs> The dissertation as to why Travis Scott's Utopia is actually a great album and not a disappointment. <laughs> um, shit, where do I start? Let's see. And for the uh, record, I, I've never said that the Utopia was trash, but I just, it's not, it's not, no, it's not Astral World. That's what I kept saying. It's not Astral World. <clears throat> I think we're on the same page, girls. Uh, um, so- no, it's I agree. It's not Astro World. Uh, it's not Astro World. I don't think it's intended to be Astro World. Um, and I think that's kind of part of the problem, right? Like, if you fucked with Astro World, um, which I fucked with Astro World too, but you know how I feel. I don't. I don't think that's his best album. But um, if you if you if you got Astro World ears, Utopia probably does sound like trash. I, I I I don't I don't knock nobody's opinion for saying that, especially if you really fucked with Astro World, because this is way left. But um, I kind of listen to it with, with ears of like, okay, this is Travis Scott, the album that we never got because he gave it you know i wouldn't say gave it but he 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 used that influence for kanye right like we know how kanye get down if you're in the room he's gonna soak up the energy and then are you talking about like the yeezus is that what you're talking about and then he's gonna make yeah like it's clear like it's a there's a big yeezus influence and like I, I don't like the way people are saying like oh the album's like a Yeezus copy because no nigga yeah, like, there's no Yeezus yeah. without Travis Scott right <laughs> right so um with that being and said I, that's kind of how I listened to it like I just looked at it like oh shit this is the album like he probably would have came out with a while back but I can't come out with this shit if Kanye just came out with it like that'd be nuts 
Um, but moving on to the actual content of the album, I thought the production on it was fucking crazy. I um, actually have God's Country is and the one fact of the that, best produced songs I've heard in a long time. But yeah, continue. Nuts. Yeah. Shit's nuts. Um, guys, I was gonna say that one. God's Country is crazy to me. Um, Hyena is nuts. Um, what else? Fiend is like a. I knew Fiend was gonna be dope in a performance atmosphere, which yep. we later saw. Um, and I think he did that shit flawlessly. Uh, the one with Beyonce, I can't remember the name. Echoes. Uh, Del Reseto or something. Oh, like Echoes. Um, I thought that was cool because that's just like a different sound from Travis that you ain't rarely going to get that shit because then they be on 10 all the time. But It's first, um, uh, first time having B on the song, huh? I think so. I'm not, I don't that. Um, what is it? I like the Topia twins. That was tough. Um, love Paracel with uh, Young Lean and Dave Chappelle. That was nuts. And that's just to me like damn near like an interlude. Um, Schizo was tough. I think Lost Forever, the one with West Side Gun, is probably the song, which is crazy because West Side Gun's got so much influence on all these albums that have been coming out which further proves how successful they've been. But I thought that was probably one of the better songs I've heard from Travis Scott in a long time. Cause he's rapping, like he's rapping, rapping. He got the beat switch. Um, it's not something you normally hear from Travis Scott, which gives him more layers. Um, of course, telekinesis, you can't really lose with sizzling and shit. And uh, yeah, bro, like I thought, I thought, I thought the album was layered very well. Ronnie gonna kill me for saying this. <laughs> but I thought this shit was sequenced very well too. Um, that nigga always tells me it's the worst sequenced album ever. But I thought it was sequenced very well. I like the texture that he used. Like it's clearly not mixed um, clean, which I like. It sounds like he's on an open mic in an open area. I love that shit. That shit was real cool to me. Um, but yeah, I just I think it's got a lot of character. I think it's got a lot of texture to it, which all his albums have. I just think it's just so left that it's not received the same as like an Astro World. Astro World's a concept album that just it clicked on all cylinders, and I get it. See, here's my problem. I don't, I don't like when yeah when, when like uh, now I'm about to sound like a racist person. I don't like when people like you be trying to say oh because it's left. Y'all just don't get it. It's like I get it. I just don't like it. <laughs> it's not that I don't. No, get no, no. It. See, I no. I don't think it's. I don't think it's people don't get it because it's left. I don't think it's people don't get it because it's left. But it's kind of like Wally P was saying with like, um, damn, I'm forgetting what artist he was talking about. But like how he was saying with like, when you when you make an album that's totally different. This shit's either gonna get received well or it's not, especially when you're a bigger artist, because I think you got more to lose. So people just like they're so used to hearing certain things from you. And I think I think he did a pretty good job on this album of still doing that turn up shit. 
but at the same time like giving you just a little bit of like hey i'm trying to do this other shit too but so to me it wasn't it wasn't it was my biggest disappointment but it wasn't because it wasn't a great album because you named a lot of tracks i like on that album i think there's like four or five that are, that are really tough i don't think it came together as to that album i think it's it's kind of the whole the streaming world we're in now right like a lot of people make playlists. A lot of people don't put albums together the way they want to or they need to. And I felt like with Astroworld, it, it flowed like cohesively from track one all the way to the end. And I felt like this was just like almost leftovers that he put together and tried to make into an album. Because if you think about Astroworld, that was like 2018. Yeah. And he had a lot of stuff wow. in between that album and this album that didn't hit and he tried. He tried putting stuff out, that highest in the room, uh, the Scots with Kid Cudi. None of that stuff was sticking. He had a song with Gunna, and like, it was always, wait, he was, he was trying wait, to find Wait, wait, about, 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 Highest in the room didn't stick? <laughs> it's stuck over here. Nah, not, <laughs> stuck over. not like it did. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, stuck, it's stuck in that James Harden commercial. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, my bad. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I get it. I get it. I'm not saying it's a bad So I'm just saying, like he was, he was looking for, uh, you know, he's looking for that next hit, that next, that next thing to kind of bring people back to him. And I don't think he found it. And like, it's a germs point. There's some, there's some tough tracks on there I really like. Uh, he didn't mention my eyes, but that was actually one of my my yeah. favorite songs. Uh, I like when Travis, I like when he, he does a song and then in the middle of the song switch it up to a totally different beat, totally different flow. I, I always like when he does that. Um, it, I don't know. It just. I was expecting more, and I think maybe that's why it was a disappointment to me. I don't think it's a bad album. I just wanted it to be, I just wanted it to be Asheville. I'm I'm sorry, not not necessarily like the same sound, but I wanted to I wanted to really wanted to really hit for me because Asheville, I love that album, and I wasn't a Travis fan at first. That was actually what brought me to Travis, and then I went back and listened to everything else, and I'm like, oh, I see what I've been missing out on because that was one of those. He was one of those artists like I, I can't get it. I can't get with him. I was that old man that wasn't messing with Travis. And you know, Asheroll did it for me, made me a real fan. So I just had high hopes for it. And for me, it was just, you know, it's a 7.5 out of 10. Like not bad. It just wasn't. I was I wanted a nine. And the words of Danny Cannell is a C plus. Uh I think for me, <laughs> it's uh so it's a couple things, and y'all brought them up, like the sequencing. So for me, I always say Astro World. And Beyonce's Renaissance are the two best sequence albums I've heard like in a long time. Um, I think Beyonce's album is flawless, honestly. Like I, I can't nitpick her album whatsoever. And that so, crossfade, bruh, it's crazy, right? And, and don't get me wrong, sometimes people do that, and it, like uh, Ty Dolla Sign did that a lot on his album, and it worked. But I feel like also he he forced a few of them. Um, but on the Travis, it just felt like it was a collection of music. And again, it wasn't bad music. It just was, it it wasn't telling a story to me like Astro World did. And I guess to me, once you get to that Astro World level, I kind of got to hold you at a different regard. Like once you become league MVP, now we got to critique your playoff performances, bro. Like, well, when you just a little, you know, if you Tyrese Halliburton, if you flame out in the first round, we're not tripping. But Jokic, we're going to look right. at you a little different, dog. And Travis is up there now. So, um, I thought his lyricism went backwards too, uh, to a certain extent. Like I felt like Astro World, he he his lyrical content got better. 
even on some of the singles, I was like, damn, Travis actually like kind of rapping. I would totally disagree on that, dog. No, I don't I, think he rapping on, on Astro World. No, no, he's not. When I say this, he's not Pusha T, none of that. But what I'm saying is, is it was very clever how he phrased his words. And I feel like on this one, it kind of took a step back, which again, for me, that's not the, the make or break for Travis. But like I said, when we count every little piece, that's where I'm kind of like, eh, we on the margins here. We talk about the elite of the elite. Like that means something. But um, honestly, to me, it just, it just was jumbled. And I, this is the question I really want to ask. Um, do you think the incident messed up what was going to be the album? Because I I really liked Escape Plan and Mafia, which was the singles he dropped the night of the uh, the concert. And it felt like there was a lot of momentum growing. Remember Germs? He had all the newspapers that they had put in the Houston Chronicle. Yeah. And like it was a lot of momentum for Utopia. And then when the incident happened, everything just stopped. And so I wonder well, if the project was supposed to sound more like those songs and then it turned into something else because he had to, he had to lay low for damn it was a while. It was like a year, right? Two years. So so here here here's here's my hot take, bro. Here's my hot take. I think you'll get that album back. Here, here's because he has a he actually has a track record for this. I don't know if y'all remember Birds in the Trap. Yeah, Astro World was supposed mm-hmm. to come out. He did Birds in the Trap, which I think is a great album. People don't give enough credit, but um, he came out with that instead. And I think for him, it might just be honestly from a like a creative standpoint, he probably just switched it up and and went with this in the middle of whatever he was doing i don't know if the the uh if it was directly because of that incident but he does have a track record of being on some like this the wave nah i ain't doing that no more this ain't the wave now this is the wave so i'm doing this so like um maybe that album does come out but we just ain't getting it right now man because i actually made a playlist at one point it was Highest in the Room, Scott's Escape Plan, Mafia. And when you hear that in a playlist form, I, I kind of challenge you to go listen to that. Like that, that actually sounds like a dope project in the making. And you hear those Sonic, the Sonics of all that is kind of like, hmm, this is what he on. Okay. But Here, here's, okay, hear me out. Hear me out. This, this, I, <laughs> Astro World for me is a great album. But I also think it's not as great as people make it. And I feel terrible saying this because I, I I fuck with Astro World and I fuck with Travis. <laughs> and I'm from the South. I gotta put all the displays <laughs> out there. Like and because the concept yeah. is amazing. The concept is amazing. I, I'm I'm never gonna take that from Astro World. Concept, probably one of the best concepts albums I've probably heard in 20 some years but when i look at his track list it's not holding as much as people say it does in my opinion it's just my opinion it's a, it's a lot of skippables on this motherfucker but it, no the one skippable that- if you if you're playing them individually is not as strong but as and an that's album- why it's a great concept that's why it's a great concept album which brings me to my point when it comes to Travis' new album, yeah, I, I, I can roll with y'all when it comes to the whole, like, sequence thing, whatever. I, I disagree. I think the sequence perfectly. But if it does sound like a bunch of songs put together, 
who really gives a fuck because the shit's they slapping they slapping it's kind of like the whole drake thing right like i mean i don't think he's playing a singles game because travis can't play that game he don't make great singles in my opinion he got a few but he's not that dude but um hey i i treated i treated utopia like college football coaches treating vanderbilt i just picked and choose what i wanted and then I, I took them. I took the players I wanted from the transfer portal, and I put them on my playlist. That's what I did. <laughs> you gonna leave it with something? <laughs> I'm, look, look, I'm still rolling with uh. I, it, it, to me, his best album is either Rodeo or uh or Utopia. In my opinion. Nah, bro. I got Asteroid. My top five. Like it, Asteroid is up there with is. Yeah, I've been saying this forever. Dark Twisted Fantasy is, is I think, the greatest rap wow. album. And then I got Equimini right there. And a couple spots below that is Astroworld, bro. Really? So it's that so, fucking good. So question, did y'all like Yeezus? Did y'all like that album? I did like Yeezus. Yeah, I did. Ali, you like that? Yeah. But that's that's Jarvis, my, you fuck with Yeezus? Yes. I'm a, I like Kanye. Love Kanye. Um, y'all still love Kanye? I still love Kanye. Can Just do no as much wrong. as Kanye love Kanye. Like, nah, I don't love Kanye. Like Kanye. <laughs> Kanye can do no wrong, in my opinion. Yeah, Kanye, uh, Kanye do what he want to do, man. He's yeah. he his own man. Nah, I can't do it. So you let Jada Smith pass, but Kanye <laughs> wins. I didn't know, no, 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 no. I, I know Jarvis too well. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I didn't let like Jada Smith pass. I said, her and Will both trash because they do that shit. Hey, Jarvis. Hey, I can play a lawyer like Jamie Foxx, though. <laughs> Jarvis Jer- Jer- tried to convince me that Kanye Gospel album was was the, was the one. No, I, no I'm not. I can't. <laughs> Hey, yeah. go jam that shit right now. I'm not. Slaps. I'm not. I've slaps. listened to every Kanye album 50 billion times. I, I'm, that shit slaps. I'm just saying. I just, it ain't the same no more. I don't know. <clears throat> no, I agree with you there. I agree, I agree with you. It ain't, it ain't the same. Um, But yeah, yeah, you can't really do too much. Well, let's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Guilty, so, what'd you say? The guilty pleasures. Can we get that? I, I, was gonna, I was gonna go there next. I, I wanted I to know what Jamin All right, so guilty pleasures, right? So it's funny we brought up Yachty, and I I looked this when this release came out. I guess technically it was 2022, but it was so close to the end of the year I counted it. Man, that little Yachty Poland is one of my favorite <laughs> songs, <laughs> and it started off as a joke because uh, I had seen all the stuff going on online, but. Cannon actually found it on YouTube. And I was like, what is this? And so then we played it in the car one time because Cash could not stop making his voice sound like Yachty's. Like, it's all he kept doing. We thought it was funny. But then the more I kept playing, I was like, this beat is so hard, bro. And every time I play it, Shamika, like, turn the shit off, man. Why you like this? I'm like, man, <laughs> you don't understand. The walk is in Poland, bro. It's just it's different, <laughs> Uh, that's one of my guilty pleasures. I put this as a guilty pleasure. I don't know if it, I should even consider it a guilty pleasure because I just like it. Uh, that Cardi B and, and Lotto that put it on the floor again. Um, uh, that's my yeah. shit. <laughs> that is my yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Johnny Dane by uh, the Mexican OT 
and uh, Prime Time by Big X the Plug. Them, them two of my favorite songs too. Just, I like. Hey, I can't hate on the young boys, man. They slapping. They slapping. Mm. That was right, got, that was tough for the guilty pleasure because I was like, what is a guilty pleasure these days? But what you got, Wally? Right. So my first one is an is an entire album actually. And it's um, T Pain on top of the covers. T Pain on the cover. Was, that, was that, was that was good. That was good. Yeah. That, was <laughs> that Tennessee and, uh, whiskey, bro. He killed that Tennessee whiskey, dog. Tennessee whiskey, dog. Yes, like that whole album, like guilty pleasure. I mean, you know, everybody know T Pain, and, and he got a lot of slack for for the auto tune and stuff like that. But that dude's super talented, man. Like. He, he killed that album front to back. Every rock song that War Pigs, like Tennessee Whiskey, he, he, his vocal range is crazy. Yep. And so, like, huge props to him. And the other one is um, Flooded the Face by Lil Uzi Vert. Oh. It's, like, it's like track one. On, I, on, I actually. Big album. That, that, that hit, man. Every time I hear it. We spent so much time on Travis and uh, Drake that the Pink album was actually one of my biggest disappointments too. I thought it was gonna be yeah, yeah. immaculate, but you know whatever. <laughs> what you got? What you got, Jay? Right? I'm curious. Is, is Pound Town gonna make it? Hell no! <laughs> Hell no! If I could, if I could burn that shit, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. But yeah, you know me. Um, I'm always a little different. So, uh, and this is another thing too, man. First of all, quit saying I look like Brent Fayez, dog. I keep hearing that shit. It's too I big, like bro. the, uh, bro. I, I, I done got so many pictures and shit saying, is this you? No, it ain't <laughs> me. The album cool, though, but I, I can't get with it. I do like that first little track with the Timberland production, but, uh, my joint, my song that I've been like a guilty pleasure. I don't care if nobody else like that shit. Is uh that Mister put that shit on with side high and push a T. Like that shit, man, I, that shit. I'm and don't let me be getting dressed and I got it playing in the background. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know what the fuck all them brands is, but I'm gonna make these khakis something and rock this shit to work. So yeah, that Mister put that shit on and uh. My nigga, uh, J Rock, still that way. I like. I just every time J Rock drops something, I'm I'm a, I'm a rock. And him and Freddie he is my niggas outside their personal lives. I like J Rock, so those two are probably my guilty pleasures right now. I'm from the box. Guilty. I got a few of them. Uh, Gunna album. Uh. Fuck you mean is I know that that's a I'm a Kodak Black guy. I know, I know. I, I need to go to church. Uh Kodak Black <laughs> is a song. Hey, if you could jam Kodak Pearl, Black no, murder mystery. If you could jam Kodak Black, I'm gonna keep jamming Diddy album. So. <laughs> yeah, straight up, straight up. Um he got a song on Pistols and Pearls called Murder Mystery. That's my shit. Um I ain't gonna talk about the content. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else. What else? There's a song. 
there's a song that 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 um future had i'm trying to think what the hell was called uh puffin zooties mm-hmm. is that what's called i was jamming the hell out of that for quite some time um what else i feel like i got a few more but um oh estg i like that song um um, the one I uh, it's called I think with little baby on the yeah I'm I'm, I'm kind of cool on ESTG now he had his he had a hot ass year yeah yeah it's it's up for him I think I don't know um but I think them like the main like when I think of like guilty pleasure I just think of shit like I probably ain't telling niggas I'll be jamming shit but. Uh, <laughs> Every and it's always a it's always a young boy song I fuck with so I'm gonna just say <laughs> a couple of them young boy yeah. songs this past year but <laughs> yeah yeah that they're my main guilty pleasures. Hey, I forgot one. My bad, I forgot one. Peaches and eggplants, young Lily. I just like going. Oh yeah, Nudy Tuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nudy album go go hard though. Man, look, I I I got a two year old. He be going around the house saying, "You can't say nothing else after that. Just go." That's it. Yeah, that's your jam. Shut it down after that. He just got one of them voices that I can only tolerate for so long. I've never like every time he featured on something, I like it. But um, yeah. Shout shout out to Young Nudie. Do your thing, bro. Uh, what what new artists have y'all found in the past? I wasn't gonna limit to the to this year. It could be the last two years or so that you was kind of like, damn, young young boy, young young girl got got something, man. I ain't even know. Hmm. Hmm. That's a tough one, new Cause, artist. Because for me, it was Tizo. Like when I heard the album. I was like, oh shit. He got some shit. Like, I yeah, didn't know he was. Yeah, because I've heard him featured on a, you know, everything from Tyler to Drake to Travis. And I was the 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 Don Tolliver joint. And so when I finally saw that, I didn't know he had an album. So when I listened to the album, I was like, man, what is this? And I saw the features and I was like, hmm, Janelle Monet. And then he also has like uh, some rock artists on here, but then it was like a couple rappers. I was like, "What is this?" And I was hooked, bro. Like the again, this dude's writing ability is so good, man. Like he's not a, like a rapper, rapper. Really more like a vocalist slash like uh, I don't know. He plays instruments too, but like just the way he chooses to phrase his words is just I find very very interesting. Uh, he had that song with Fouché. That's the other one. Where I was like, "Oh, this ain't gonna be as ignorant as I thought it was gonna be." So, <laughs> yeah, it just it threw me off, but I, I was hmm. pleasantly surprised. Man, um, there's actually an artist in, um, I believe he had Dallas that B Holmes had put me and Ronnie on. We actually trying to work with homie, but his name is Rabbi Rick. And this dude got a cold ass 
like flow album. He kind of gives me like Kendrick vibes. I ain't even gonna hold you. Um, that was a refreshing one. Um, and it's always cool to find niggas before they pop pop. Mm. Um, I don't think somebody else knew. That's tough. Oh, I, well, well, I guess he's not new, but he's new as an artist. Jay, I was just telling you, um, the Sunny Digital. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I actually listened to it, uh, like three times in a row the other day. Oh, I see. Let me get that on my list. I'm writing stuff down. Yeah, that yeah, was that's hard. a good one. What about, um, you listen to Friday? Friday's tough. Yeah, I, I, I mean, all I knew was the guy did uh feature, but the album is nice, really nice. I, I was... Yeah, I've been on him for a little minute. Um, but yeah, he's starting to get like his some some shine these days. Um, I'm not thinking somebody else though. Somebody new. Let's uh. Let's uh, cause yeah, we've been on here for a minute. Let's let's switch to the final little topic I had. Uh, what's y'all's like? What artists y'all think kind of own the year in the past year or so? Whether it's the the project, it could be. I mean, I, the year. Yeah, I, I, mean, just, I got. What you got? Is is J Cole, bro? Bro, you gonna steal my thing? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was being out the box. So I was like, I got this. Nah, nah, nah. This is, he he didn't even have like a real project, but it's his his um his presence is felt. I mean, he get on he get on Drake stuff and demolishes him. And then my biggest surprise actually was the Yachty and J. Cole, the secret recipe, because mm-hmm. I never thought that would that would come up together. And I'm like, that was I played that like in the loop, and it's not like Yachty was spitting or anything like that. But it was just the project as a whole. Complimentary. Think, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was just so nice, and I just think J Cole, when he come back, is is yeah. not it's not gonna be pretty, bro. Germs knows I, I I like Cole. I've been in several Cole shows, but I've also got a lot of criticism of Cole. Um, but man. I just made a list of his features, dog. Like, thanks on Burner Boy album, "All My Life," which is a song I I really do not like at all, but I love J Cole's feature, um, first person shooter, "Evil Ways," "Secret Recipe." There he go with Gucci, uh, to "Summer" from Cole on the Summer Walker album, which amazing. Uh, he had the Creed three interlude where he was killing, which was man, that was a good movie. Uh, again. Allegedly, uh, shout out to, you know, the guys in there. Uh, <laughs> past man, dude, man, niggas is fucking up this year. Dog. <laughs> you forgot about that one. I, I forgot about he who remains. Uh, passport oh, bros. Gee. Yeah. Then if you go back to twenty twenty two, when he had the Johnny P's caddy, uh, London Water Boys, ninety proof scared money. I'm like, dog, this dude's ability to rap is, it's up there, bro. It's up there. I've had yeah. criticism of some of his albums, yeah. but rapping? Nah, nobody. Yeah. You can't argue with yeah. that. He, he got that, dog. He got that. 
I had Janelle. I, mean, I had Janelle Monet on my list, bro. I I didn't mention her album earlier, but she had a very large presence, dog. And I'm not even talking about like the bro. I ain't talking about the titties. Bro. Right. <laughs> I'm <laughs> but I think part of it too, with me living in New Orleans now, like, and it's no secret that album was kind of appealing more towards the the LGBTQ plus community, like they really got into that album, bro. And I was able to see it firsthand. Like, and it was like, it was one of those albums where like, you could tell there was a distinct sonic sound she was going for and she dove into it. But like, even the marketing behind it, as opposed to what Germs is talking about with uh, Drake and some of his projects, she really put her time into like making sure she was going to be visible. Like, not just showing off yeah. her body, but like she was on all the Jimmy Fallon's, the the Jimmy Kimmel's, the doing the the Apple Music uh performances, all that kind of stuff. Where she was just like out there. So, shout out to my girl, man. Shout out to my girl. All right, oh, no, I got one more for you. What like, you got? It's not necessarily like uh like for, hold it down for the year, but when I, a track that just had me in a chokehold, it was um. It's called No More Lies. It's by Thundercat and Tame Impala. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. That's on your playlist. There you playlist. It's the smooth riding right there. So I just want to give a quick shout a out to that song. track. Man. Love that I, track. I just got a new Sono system, dog, and I was playing uh, Thundercat. Ooh. Bro, Thundercat hit man, the intricacies in his, his music, bro. Oh, my God. Way different. Way different. Oh, shout out to, to Usher, bro. Usher, Usher ain't put on no album either, but god damn it. That man. He made an impact. From, from Vegas to Paris to the Super Bowl, bro. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for the Super Bowl. But hey, shout out to the Super Bowl, man. We actually got some got some dope performances, man. I know uh, Colin got kicked out the league so we can get some Super Bowl performances. But you know, <laughs> he's himself. Real talk. Is what it is. What you got anybody else, Jerms? It was kind of um I'm gonna go from I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take the producer approach. Uh mm. I, I gotta say hit boy. Yeah, hit boy. Uh oh Nas. We didn't even talk did, about Nas. He, Damn. Yeah, um two Nas projects this year. So basically, this is how I came up with this one. Uh I think he dropped four of his own projects. Because you gotta count, uh, he dropped his own projects, and the one he had with um, Music Soul Child is considered a joint mm-hmm. project, mm-hmm. so that makes four. Um, I could be wrong, but I think he dropped one with Dom Kennedy this year too, for half a mil, courtesy half a mil. He did all the Nas projects. He had like four songs on uh three or four songs he helped produce on the the Beyonce album, yep. which obviously is one of the biggest albums. Um, yeah, bro, I, th- I, I think uh, you don't get too much bigger than that when it comes to impact. I know it's not like in-your-face impact, but definitely a major impact on, on music this year. Yeah, bro. Uh, he had Surfer Drown 1 and 2, Victims and Villains with Music Soul Child, uh, I think you think about during that bulletproof soul with a uh, Pac Man that came out like at the end yeah. of 2022. Yeah, man, he he did his thing, bro. Okay, plus the two Nas albums. So yeah, that's yeah. 
in the words of Shady McCoy, that's crazy work. Uh, <laughs> man, I, you know, it's funny. Every year, it seems like you hear these discussions about how music is dying and, uh, you know, hip-hop is dead, blah, blah, blah. But I think with the Hip-Hop 50 stuff this year, it was dope to see. Like, I think we're slowly figuring it out. And then obviously, hip-hop's only 50 years old, right? So we don't have the legacy of rock music. But it, is, it was dope to see, like, our legends getting their flowers. Like, you know, in our community, we always quick to say, oh, he washed or oh, he ain't got it no more. But it's cool seeing Nelly perform at the damn Big 12 Championship, dog. Like, get your bags, man. Go go, go get your new queen. Well, not your old queen. And y'all y'all go celebrate, bro. <laughs> shout out, shout no, that, out. That's real, though. I want to see Versus come back, man. I know they was getting, you know, they had a little Rocky thing, but and we was talking shit at a certain point, but we still watching. We still gonna watch. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I think hip hop artists they they need to be able to still perform and not be judged about what they're doing. We we see old rock groups into their sixties and seventies and eighties. Rolling Stones be on tour like, bro, it's twenty twenty three. Like, y'all can go retire somewhere, but they still doing it. I think hip hop deserve that that same that same uh, stage. That that they that we give to all these other groups. So yeah, let Nelly do his thing. That man was performing today at uh, in Vegas at the All Star, oh. uh, not All Star, in season tournament. You know, okay. him okay. and TLC. You know, so it's like, hey, man, let, let them people... do what they need to do. Hey, first of all, black don't crack, so we always look young anyway. So let them people keep sure. performing, bro. That you know they don't say shit when they got them rolling stones and all these folks still performing that shit Bro, all good so they got the, why we gotta be different the grateful dead fans they they like have websites dedicated to like oh i've been to 15 shows i've been to 17 shows like let us let us have the moments bro i want to go to right, man. i want to go to 10 uh jay-z shows if i can shit so and to piggyback off of that you know what i'm saying i know we didn't talk about andre a thousand times but even at older age, whatever you consider older, mature age, whatever, if you still creative, you still got something to offer, put that shit out. You don't know who gonna fuck with it. I mean, if you looked at the sales for Andre, he put up more sales than just about anybody who didn't came out this year. So it's like the love is still there. People still want to hear you. Um yeah, that's my that's what I got to say about all that, dog. Like if you if you if you creative and you and you got something to say and you good at what you do, dog, I think there's a lane for you regardless. I don't think hip hop should be a age thing. Um, just like it ain't an age thing with all these other genres of music. Hey, a great song is a great song, bro. That's right. You might you might change your content, maybe, but a great song is live forever bro so it should be true you know like like, like you know somebody do want to hear you rap about uh diverse in your portfolio and what you do with your kids and somebody want to hear that so and like you said it's so young hip-hop so young i think people don't really know that you can get away with that like you can do that because yeah. it ain't old enough to know so not at all man uh yeah, I think we're about I to. to say about I th- yeah, I think it's time to get up out of here. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my boy D One, man. I'm praying for you, brother. Figure that shit out, dog. You gonna figure it out. But um, 
that concludes episode 111 of Can't Call It with your boy Jay Kelly, your boy Jay Wright, and we out. <laughs> In the name. Man, if you hating on anybody, you need to stop that shit. I called Tip off the rip. What's that? Swap that shit. Savage Life 6 in the mix. You better cop that shit. Man, quit hollering. It's coming quick and go and drop that shit. Man, to the bubbles. <laughs>